December 16th, 2019, we are back. Hello, everybody. This is Kicking It With The King. My name is Gabriel Hernandez. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. It's good to be back. Better late than never. We essentially skipped the entire week. But mind you, I did think about the show. It's not like I went without thinking about it. We had a lot of fun, though. It's been a long week. Been a long time. Lots of eventful things have happened from now, from earlier, not earlier, excuse me, earlier in the week till right now. I mean, UFC 245 just wrapped last night. We got a huge podcast to talk about this entire thing and break it all down piece by piece. I'm so excited. Uh, I still have the fights to watch later on. You know, I kind of just, you know, I passed out because, you know, I was partying like crazy. Um, I just bought some new strains of weed that I've been smoking out for like the past three days. So I've just been essentially getting so fucking loaded out of my mind. And, and it's been so long because I had wanted Christmas weed. I've always I've, I've talked about Christmas weed. I was like, you know what? When Christmas time comes, I'm going to get some Christmas weed. It wasn't going to be a vape pen or a CBD pen or whatever the fuck you call it, um, the wax pen. Um, it was going to be Christmas weed. So I, that's what exactly what I went and did when bought that been smoking it like crazy i've been very busy on the outside obviously um you know everything else like i said time management everything's all important but it's good to be back i was either going to be back before ufc 245 or after to talk about it and there's no way in fucking hell that i'm going into the next week without talking about the craziness that happened at ufc 245 two champions defending successfully defending their belts one champion unfortunately coming up short um before we begin ladies and gentlemen we are presented to you by anchor like i said earlier anchor is the one-stop shop for recording hosting distributing a podcast basically folks to break it all down for you if you want to start a new podcast and get your voice out there talk about fights talk about anything that you like anything that's that's your go-to anything that you're, you're passionate about and if you have friends girlfriend husband wife whatever whoever you got if you want a wingman if you want a producer if you want anybody that you want to join you on these podcasts anchor is the app for you ladies i've been using this shit for like two plus three years now and i, I can promise you i'll wouldn't use it if I wasn't and I wouldn't talk about it as well if I wasn't back behind it 100% so anchor.fm slash start or download it in the app store or the google play market for free ladies and gentlemen anchor.fm slash start and we're also like I said available on spotify iHeartRadio, itunes um google play as well we're available everywhere you guys get your podcast make sure to leave a five-star review five-star rating positive reviews of the show questions comments anything you guys know where to reach me at you can follow me on twitter and instagram excuse me at g the king mma um follow our podcast page directly send us some dms on instagram twitter whatever it is email i'll put the email out there i might include it in the description of this podcast um you can follow us on instagram and twitter at kwtk pod both on instagram and twitter um facebook.com slash gabriel the king hernandez let's get to it so much stuff so many different things to talk about so much craziness so much emphatic performances on saturday night kamar usman defending against colby covington 
the fact that this fight was dead on even leading in the fifth round was a controversial was a stoppage controversial like i said earlier i haven't seen all the fights yet i was i, I passed out right when durandamia and um nunez fought but then i came back i woke up in the middle of the night i looked at some tweets a bunch of tweets a bunch of tweets a bunch of tweets just catching up on every single thing retweeting a bunch of things and this is one of those rare times where I don't go without watching a pay-per-view. Now, a couple of these fight, skeptical fight nights here and there and stuff, no disrespect to the fighters, there's some fantastic fights on some of those cards, but some of those fight nights versus a pay-per-view card, the, the ending card of the decade, I didn't get up to watch completely. Come on, what's wrong with this? Too much partying, too much smoking, and, and not a lot, not, not enough of podcasting. Like I said, I've been tired. I did like five episodes in the last week, in the last week or so, so bear with me. I'm just kidding. Um... But as I was saying, I did pass out uh, when Amanda and Jermaine were about to walk out and, you know, essentially watch the rest of the fights. Um, you know, the Aldo versus Marias, which was absolute bullshit. Um, you watch your eye Faber versus Pieter Yan. Oof, nasty KO by Pieter Yan. That's my first time ever seeing your eye get starched like that. Um, Alexander Volkanovsky beats Max Holloway by unanimous decision, becomes a new UFC featherweight champion, snapping Max Holloway's uh, um, undefeated streak at featherweight. I think it was like 13 or something, or 12, 13, I don't know. Fuck. Somewhere along those lines. You get what I mean. So Volkanovsky beats Holloway. Amanda Nunes dominates and retains her 135-pound belt. Um, she beats Jermaine Durandamy again in a rematch. I don't know if it was listening to this decision. How'd she beat her? See, that's what I said. There's never a time where I'm out of the loop. I just know that she beat her. I just know two champions defended. One champion was un was uh, dethroned. Okay, here we go. We got the results here, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Amanda Nunes defeats Jermaine Durandamy by unanimous decision to defend her title. 49-44, 49-46, and 49-45. Okay, Max Holloway... Uh, uh, Volkanovski defeats Max Holloway via unanimous decision 48 47 48 47 48 50 45 oof 50 45 and this one was a horrible judge horrible judging I mean I could see um this fight I did watch clear and cut I could see um where they gave him the split decision from for Marlon Marias when he got that takedown late he landed a devastating head kick in the first round and was that the same round? Did he take him down in that round as well as land that kick? I don't know. Where are they getting the split decision from? 29, 28, 28, 29, and 29, 28. That was horrible. I, I did not. Dis I, a lot of people I know uh, uh, disagreed with that too and, and um, was, was a very unfortunate um, turn of events. Um, moving down the list to uh, Pieter Yan, like I said, knocked out Uriah Faber in the third round and then 43 seconds. Um, never seen Uriah Faber starch like that. So, like, yeah, we got a serious star, man. Pieter Yan, like I said. Uh, I said this um, probably earlier on an earlier episode that, you know, Faber didn't have too many things to probably offer these top bantamweights and it's going to be a washout for these top guys like Aljamain Sterling, like Pieter Yan, like all these other guys uh, that are at the top of the heap. You know, guys like that, you know, Faber obviously had a couple wins in his last fights before this fight happened and, you know, he did come up large um, against Ricky Simone in his last fight, but then, you know, this is his first fight back since retirement. You know, obviously, he got busted up and, you know, got hurt in this fight a couple times and, you know, Pieter 
is, is an absolute animal and savage and you know like i said he's on a huge win streak for a reason and you know like i said his latest victim turns out to be Rye faber um now talking about retirement i don't think that uriah is going to just go right into retirement with the win or uh, with with a loss like this obviously like i said it's a devastating loss never seen uriah on that end of a loss that way i've seen him lose before but never in that fashion that way as as probably everybody else that see that too so um unfortunately that happens jeff neal comes out blazing gets the win over mike perry funny thing is dude i swear to god last night i watched it i seen that head kick i was like he's gonna finish him with the head kick it's like my inner god told me that he was gonna finish him with the head kick he hurt him with the head kick and he 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 came in and he finished him perry drops the floor fight is stopped eventually seconds later um irene aldana comes out nasty left hook KO over Caitlin Vieira in four minutes and 51 seconds of the first round. Mariak Medov defeats Ian Heinish by a unanimous decision. Matt Brown returns after a two year plus layoff retirement. You know, comes out of retirement, defeats Ben Saunders in the second round, five minutes, five seconds left. Uh, Sean O'Malley's brother, Ben Askren's son, Chase Hooper defeats Daniel Tamor via uh, uh, KO in the first round. A lot of people are probably happy about that one. Um, 20 years old on the UFC roster. Pretty crazy. Uh, Brandon Moreno defeats the very hyped, very you know prideful uh, Kai Cover France. By unanimous decision, you know, a lot of hype behind this man. If you know, he had the interview on Ariel's show and all that. Um, Jessica I returns to the win column, defeating Viviani Arajo by unanimous decision, um, and so forth. Pretty crazy. Volganovsky defeating Max Holloway by unanimous decision. Um, just, you know, overall, in impressive performances i mean kamaru usman in the main event him versus colby covington you know these guys didn't not like each other they they obviously have been tied together for quite some time they've talked a bunch of shit for quite some time um they have a whole history you know in the cage out the cage now and you know the, the whole welterweight division is absolutely stacked you know kamaru usman um, Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal, Leon Edwards in the mix, Connor jumping up to 170. Still got Tyron Woodley in the mix. Anybody else that I didn't mention, I'm comparably sorry. I'm, I'm I'm completely sorry. Excuse me. Jeff Neal, like I said, add him to the mix now. We got a lot of amazing prospects. I mean, Stephen Thompson. We got a lot of guys at 170 pounds. A lot of people gunning for that top spot. Um. Usman actually said in the presser last night that Leon Edwards is deserving, but Jorge Masvidal may be next. Still hasn't sunken in that Colby lost. That's what I get for not reading it. Like, I'm not for actually not seeing the fight yet, but um, that's going to be my homework today on, on Sunday is uh, watching those fights and um, breaking it all down here, <laughs> breaking it all down in my head. 
but you know like i said if i have a de- more detailed breakdown about it i'm gonna definitely talk about it a little bit later on um later on in the week for the show depending on what i'm doing on friday we'll probably um squeak in another episode of this to recap recap the recap that i already had from last night as you said i didn't want to go without talking about any of this man this is so exciting i mean it's exciting but it's also uh pretty shocking like i said i didn't expect max to lose the featherweight title i like I said i, I didn't think volganovsky had fought anybody that max had fought and still to this day it is the complete truth i didn't think that uh i didn't think that colby was gonna lose lose that way i thought maybe if colby were to loss it would have been by unanimous decision which which it seemed to be a dead even fight going into the fifth round so we never truly know who would have won if that stoppage hadn't occurred and any of that other stuff and colby wasn't hurt colby was hurt he was in bad spots in that fight but overall that fight was you know you know almost dead even just like their records just like their ufc records you know that's the thing how crazy is that the ufc record is dead even the ufc wins dead even um i don't think usman's lost in ufc if i'm not mistaken i don't i don't know i don't i'll fact check that in a second but um Everything was dead even. Spectacular fight. Um, wh- whatever you guys can say about Colby, you can say it. Uh, you can fuck off um, and uh, anything else to say about that. Um, you know, a lot of people saying, oh, Col- Colby, Colby's fans are hurt and, 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 and upset and all this other stuff. Um, uh, you know, like I said, a lot of people upset with the stoppage. A lot of Colby fans, a lot of general fans, a lot of people upset and really, you know, there's a lot of people that would have wondered what would have happened if this goes in the fifth round. But shoulda, coulda, woulda, the fight was stopped. There's been histories of horrible stoppages, bad stoppages, and, you know, people are like, oh my God, upset and stuff. But at the end of the day, we gotta, you gotta kind of pick ourselves up and, and get back on the horse you know unfortunately that was an unfortunate loss um haven't seen colby lose in forever i don't, I mean, I don't even remember watching the warley alvis fight i had to go back and look at who he lost a long long time ago when i first started watching colby for like you know past couple three years and so i had to go back and watch that you know eccentric rise since colby arrived in brazil and and said the stuff he said in the post fight interview that's when i really started you know I, I watched him beat other guys and stuff like that but i, I mean when he beat dong young him that's when i knew he was legit because like this guy's gonna give him some fucking problems if you've watched dung young kim fight he gives people problems right he, he gives people he gives people a lot of problems he's knocked people out one punch knockout i mean spinning back elbow knockout that he had over john hathaway sent him in another dimension so dung young kim's no stunt no, no, no uh no joke i'll say no stun gun dung young kim's no stun gun dung young kim is no joke and colby shut him down when damian maya shut him down in brazil and you know like i said colby's still a top tier contender um, a lot of people are are gonna be laughing at his downfall right now. I'm not one of those people because I know I, I enjoy the antics. It's entertainment. At the end of the day, fighting is entertainment and try to please the fans, please yourself. You know, put on an amazing performance and dominant performance. So, um, like I said, shout out to Colby Covington. Um, tough loss. Um, you know, he seems to be very upset with the stoppage. Um, Mark Goddard was the referee in question in that fight. I didn't see the stoppage yet. Um, maybe you could pull it up or something like that and look at it. But um, very, very upsetting loss. Appear, appears to be in high spirits. You know, still seem to beat Colby Covington. 
doesn't seem one show one to show emotion or anything to, to, to that uh, extent. But um, pull up his uh, I'm pulling up his uh, got, got his uh, statement from last night, nine hours ago. Um, just a kid from Oregon chasing the American dream, working hard, earning everything in my life the hard way since day one. I put myself out there in front of the world to be kill or be killed. Mark Goddard robbed me tonight with piss poor officiating. He let my opponent fake injuries for extra time and stopped the fight early. Just like America, my will and my spirit can never be broken. Speed bumps can't slow me down. You people ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, one comment says, Colby, you fought like a badass. You will come back and win that belt. Thank you for an amazing week of entertainment and fighting. Comments on somebody who probably commented towards on his comment. The fight was arguably two and two going in the fifth. Colby won the first two point five minutes of the uh, fifth round and then got hit. Colby fought two rounds with a broken jaw. That deserves respect. Now I don't know officially if his jaw was broken. Um, I think Ariel reported on it earlier. I did see a tweet from Helwani earlier on. Uh, on the, the status of Colby's uh, jaw. I don't think it was, I, I just don't remember it being broken. So we're gonna look and see what that is. I'm gonna pull, just pulling it up quickly. quickly. Yeah. Oh, wow. So like I said, that's a fantastic win for Volkanovski. I mean, look at those belts, dude. He has all belts. How many belts is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Now, adding the UFC belt to his collection is ten. Ten fucking wins! Ten fucking belts! How crazy is that? Um, what was I, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was, I was going to go see Ariel's, uh, Wikipedia so I can see, or not Wikipedia, excuse me, his, uh, his Twitter so I could, um, was Scarlett Johansson taken? No, I'm, I just wanted to see what, uh, I want to see what what he said. Ooh, Cody Garbrandt and uh, Pieter Yan had to be separated backstage. <laughs> Classic Cody. It's been a while since they've seen since they've seen <laughs> since they've seen those guys. Uh, since since I've seen Cody back. Um, Uriah Faber, all classy. Um, and his uh, and his. His his uh post fight post Instagram post fight uh, script or whatever it is call it post fight statement or something like that. Ariel said that some Ariel had a tweet out there that he released and I can't find it now. Mm. Dana White says. That I mean, we'll find the tweet, I guess. D despite UFC 245 loss, Dana White says, I don't have a problem giving Jose Aldo a title shot. That's how you know that he won that fight. That was a close fight. A lot of people didn't think that Marlon won, including that, um, including myself and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's great that he won, technically. And... Um, you know, but like I said, a win's a win, and you know, moving forward. But that's how you know 
like I said, a lot of questions came in for the the, the, the uh, Josie Aldo 135 cut. You know, there's a lot of different speculations, a lot of people talking different in di different directions, a lot of undivided opinions about Josie Aldo's cut down to 135. And I said it clearly on the last episode of the show that was this going to be too late in his career? You know, when you think about Josie Aldo, you think about his his struggles to get down to 145 pounds, which has been been documented and we've seen it over the years. Definitely, most definitely. So a lot of people thought uh, this late in his career, I think he's 33 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Um, not old at all. Definitely not. Definitely not old. But a lot of people were thinking, oh, this late in his career, he's going to move up to 155 and have some fun fights there. That's what I thought for the longest time when he, when he was a champion. After every other title defense, I was like, yeah, this could be the one where he moves up. This could be the one. This could be the one. This could be the one. I mean, the great Jose Aldo, the unstoppable force at 145 from one point in time. I mean, Max Holloway goes on an absolute tear, runs through everybody that he's fought, including Jose Aldo twice, and the Alexander, the great Volganovsky comes out of nowhere, just swipes right on Anthony, or not Anthony, excuse me, on, on Max Holloway, and now he is a new featherweight champion. Back to what I was saying about Jose Aldo. Um, I mean, it's rare for a boss to say, even after a loss, a split decision loss, that he would be fine with giving him the title shot at 135. Now, I don't know how the rest of the contenders at 135 pounds are going to feel about that. You know, we've got some real outspoken Twitter thugs and, and people on there that, that like to talk about it as well but you know like a lot of fighters are very outspoken about it i mean fortunately i think Aljamain sterling should be the guy in the list of, of the front runners for the title shot pietro yen however he got a win over your at faber however if he would have got a win over like a Aljamain sterling or somebody in the top 10 or top five that would be better I mean, how many people thought that Uriah was going to beat Pieter Yan? A lot of people thought if Uriah did beat him, that would set him up for a fight with Cejudo. However, don't count your chickens before they hatch. And we see what happened last night. All respects to the California kid, the former champion in WEC, the UFC Hall of Famer, Uriah, the California kid, Favor. Shout out to Favor and shout out to Cody Garbrandt. Um, his next fight is also um, penciled in. He's facing Rafael Asuncao. Um, got a little bit emotional backstage with <laughs> seeing Pieter Yan and went up to him and, you know, they had to separate him. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely classic Cody and stuff. But, you know, we got to see him get a couple wins. And, you know, he's fighting us at Sun Tao coming up. So we'll get to see that happen as well. Um, definitely en route to hoping Cody gets a, a win in, in his next fight. You know, he's coming off two losses to TJ. And then um, the loss to... Uh, What is his name? Why is his name skipping? I'm, I have him as a, a friend on Facebook. What is his name? What is his name? What is his name? Um, I don't know why my mind's drawing a blank. Pedro Munoz. There we go. Yeah, he, he, his last loss is to Pedro Munoz. So, on that note, folks, let's go back up to the top. Now that Usman has beaten Colby Covington now, um, this makes an interesting argument. This makes not argument, excuse me. Um, this makes for an interesting topics to move along towards the future fights, towards future matchups. Now, there's a couple fights on our, uh, on the radar for 
Usman had he beat Colby Covington and now we're in that reality where he did beat Colby now now we got to that reality where we move along and we think about the next fights that are coming along here so now we've got Leon Edwards in the mix you got Jorge Masvidal if I'm not mistaken Leon Edwards has a loss to one Kamara Usman early on um Jorge Masvidal is absolutely blown up this has been the year of Jorge Masvidal for sure. Uh, he beat Ben Askren in you know, five seconds, three seconds, whatever you want to say. Then he knocked out Darren Till and had the fight with Nate Diaz for the BMF title and all that. Superstardom, all the interviews, everything that Masvidal is doing has been absolutely on point. I said I advocated for that a couple weeks ago on this podcast talking about saying that Masvidal is the next guy. I want Masvidal to fight the winner of Usman Covington. I didn't, I didn't care who. Both fights historically have fun storylines and would be a great fight still moving forward. I mean, ha, ha, if Colby Covington gets a win under his belt in his next fight, um, I still like to see that Masvidal fight because the fight was closed so close with Usman and Covington and it was kind of 50-50 going into to, to this later um you know, in the later rounds and stuff like that, you know, Colby and Usman, you know, two and two arguably going in the fifth round. And, you know, since it, was, it wasn't a complete washout, that's the thing. Because it wasn't a complete washout, um, that makes me more pumped up to see the Masvidal versus uh, Colby fight somewhere in the future. You know, get one more win or something like that. You're right back in the mix. Um but for Usman, like I said, I think the fight with Masvidal would be interesting. Um, personally, I think that all respects to Masvidal. So many people are going to hate me. But I, I think that Masvidal um, causes a lot of problems for Usman on the feet. And he's not the kind of guy that, you know, he doesn't put 50, 60, 70% into the punches. He puts all of it. And the Masvidal of late, man, and knowing that a, a wrestler like Usman's going to come and shoot, He's going to be practicing flying knees. He's going to be practicing a lot of knees. You know, he's going to um, have to really wrestle his ass off in this camp for, for, for this fight with Usman. It sounds comparable to having to wrestle his ass off for a guy like Khabib. Now, I don't know which guy is easier to prepare for. They're both super hard. They're both super difficult fights to, to, to get ready for. Because Usman can figure out ways to win. Just as good as Khabib can. Maybe Khabib's a little bit more vicious. He's a little bit more nasty. He'll actually break your arms on the floor and, you know, smash your face in. But, um, you know, Usman, I don't know, just takes you down at will, beats the shit out of you, and, you know, will hurt you as he did hurt Kobe a couple times in that fight. Definitely. But, um, but you know, he did show that he is the baddest, baddest man on the planet. I mean, beating Tyron Woodley, beating Colby Covington. You know, beating everybody that the UFC's put in front of him. He's done everything. He's done his homework. He's done all the things that he needs to do to establish himself as being one of the baddest men, if not the baddest man on the planet, at 170 pounds. How does he fare against a guy like GSP, though? That's a question. A lot of people should think about it. Should consider it. We should think about that potential fight later on down the line. Because, like I said, GSP was that kind of guy that where he, he knew you were good on the ground, he would stand and strike with you. If he knew you were bad on the ground, he would take you down at will and just completely beat your ass and, you know, get as much distance as he needed. Like the fight with Nick Diaz, where he did needed you know he you know he he took nick down at wills a lot of people thought he would but you know he finds a way to win he exploits your weaknesses and he makes you fight his fight i mean um 
I, I think definitely that of Usman versus uh, St. Pierre fight definitely has legs and definitely, you know, if you really want to consider who the best welterweight in the world is, you got to fight George St. Pierre. I mean, George St. Pierre came out of retirement and beat Michael Bisping. George St. Pierre, um, like I said, that's the only other time that he's been back. We haven't had St. Pierre back, but, you know, we want to talk about legacies and, and really establishing yourself as the baddest welterweight on the planet. I say George St. Pierre is still to this day, but, you know, Usman is number two in that regard. Tyron Woodley, number three. And there's a long list of welterweight contenders that have that potential to be champions and stuff like that. And those are stacked welterweight division. I mean, guys like Jeff Neal coming out of the works and all the all the amazing performances like that. I mean, hey, man, the, the, the welterweight division is getting definitely uh, very, very exciting. And um, Leon Edwards, obviously, like I said, is on a huge streak as well. So he's deserving of a title fight. If they don't go with the Masvidal fight, I think Leon Edwards should definitely be next for that fight. Um, however... If you really want to wait and stir up a fun fight for the next fight, Tyron Woodley does not have an opponent. I know it's too soon to matchmake. I know this doesn't make any fucking sense for me to say this right now as we're speaking, but I'd like to see Covington versus Tyron Woodley, as would I like to see Covington versus Masvidal. See, Covington's one of those guys that where he can lose and he still has a lot of fun fights because he's built himself up to do that very thing you sons of a bitches you fucking fake ass media members fake ass f fight fans you you hating ass motherfuckers that don't have the same bank account as colby covington get the fuck out of here he's making money he's making headlines colby takes a shit it's making a headline tmz has it everybody has it. everybody's talking about it he's doing everything he needs to do respect respect um like I said, I'm not one to trash somebody when you're down because it shows your character and stuff like that. I'm not the type of person that's going to do that. But I think it's fantastic what he's been able to accomplish throughout his UFC career. All the headlines, the Trump shit's funny. I love it. I mean, same thing goes to Tito. I love, I love, I love people that are different. I like pro wrestling, so I think the talking's interesting. I think it builds up the fight and also makes makes it to where the fight's interesting. The fight's more fun and stuff like that, and I can enjoy that. So what Colby's doing is absolutely fantastic. Um, I wish him the best in his injury. Was it a broken jaw? Was it not? I still have yet to confirm that. Uh, let me look. I want to look officially before saying that because if he has had a broken jaw, that would really, really slow the talk that I have when it comes for him to uh, absolutely um, move along and, you know... Uh, you know, fight these fights. You can't talk about him making another fight without him with him being injured. So let me just pull it up quickly and see what we got going here. Um, let me just see. I don't think it was a broken jaw, though, if I'm not mistaken. 16 and 1, Colby's 15 and 15 and 2, man. 15 and 2 is not bad. I mean, people are trashing on him like he's like he was absolute garbage and not realizing the fact that he's an absolutely fantastic fighter. Um so did he break his jaw? I don't think he did. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if. I really don't know if. If he broke his jaw though, I seen a tweet from Ariel Hawani, um, that. 
said that he, I don't know, but anyways, like I said, um, I think that uh, it's uh, differently, differently because, you know, like I said, if his jaw is broken, then that kind of slows the talk. But, you know, overall, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there that want to see Tyrod Woodley versus Colby, Colby versus Masvidal and stuff. We still have yet to really see what he has to say about the fight or anything else like that or if he's going to go that route or if he's going to show him respect and not say anything about the fight or anything like that. But I have yet to watch the fight, and I will watch it later on. But, you know, overall, from reading it, I kind of got the gist of what the fight was like. So, um, you know, overall, like I said, Kamara Usman, baddest man on the planet at 170 pounds. Um, also, we got, uh, like I said, another, uh, another particular fighter that can declare herself the baddest woman of all time. And best female fighter on the planet, Amanda Nunes successfully defeats Jermaine Durandamy by unanimous decision, constant takedown, submission attempts, and, you know, overall con complete control in that fight. Um, she added a lot of wrinkles to her game uh, since the last time she fought Durandamy, and she imposed her will by by far on Durandamy dominating her um just Durandamy unable to stuff the takedowns all that all that all happened and you know like I said Amanda Nunes she's not knocking you out this is the first time she hasn't this is the first time she hasn't knocked somebody out in like three fights or hurt someone with their strikes in route to a submission or a TKO or KO finish I mean her last three KO over Ronda KO over uh, Chris Cyborg, KO over Holly Holm, three of the top fighters in all the world, and Amanda's making it look easy, so, um, for Amanda now, uh, who, who does she fight next, that, that, that kind of, like, takes away the narrative, you know, essentially, she wants to fight at 145 pounds, I think a Megan Anderson fight makes a lot of sense, um, if I didn't mention anybody else that's deserving, I'm sorry, it must mean they're not on the radar to be awarded a title fight, I know that she doesn't want to fight at one, I know she doesn't want to fight for her next fight at 135 pounds, she wants to fight at 145 pounds, so we'll get to see that happen, um, Max Holloway loses to Alexander Volkanovsky. Let me just tell you quickly, real, really quick. Max Holloway is the kind of guy that loses and knows how to lose, man. Like I said, he knows how to lose. He's still classy after the fight, still entertaining as hell, still one of the baddest men on the planet. Um, you know, like I said, he lost to a, a guy who really wanted that fight. You know, a guy who really believed he can beat him, a you know, guy who convincingly beat him in that fight. And, you know, he got outpointed, outstruck, and, you know, outfought. Volkanovski is a tough dude. He's a he's a um, not an up and comer. He's been fighting in different promotions, and like I said, you heard me count how many belts he had. He won in different organizations. This guy was just destined to win a belt. This guy believed that he could beat beat it, be a UFC champion and beat a UFC champion. And he's coming to be the best on the best in the world. So he came in and came in and did that. And you know, congrats to him. Um, what else do we got? Who else? Breakthrough started. Matt Brown returning. Mike Perry versus Jeff Neal. I didn't know Mike Perry was gonna get blasted like that in that fight. I thought that I thought that definitely that was gonna be um I thought it was gonna be a lot more fun, you know, fireworks kind of fight. But you know, like I said, Jeff Neal comes out, hurts him with that head kick, and you know, eventually gets to the point where he finishes him. Congrats to Jeff Neal. Um Jessica, I, like I said, returns to the win column since her loss to Valentina Shevchenko. 
Um, what else do we, I mean, like I said, man, I can't believe what Colby, I can't believe Colby lost, but like I said, that shows you on the side of the fight that Usman is no joke. Usman is no uh, slouch. Like I said, never said that. No, never accused him of it. People may have said he has been boring, but they don't really appreciate true fighting and, and um, true combat. So, like I said, I said he was going to come in and dominate. He, he was going to come in and dominate Colby, or it was going to be vice versa, or it's just going to be that close. And it was to that, it reached that magnitude. It was tied. Say what you want about the scoring. I felt like it was tied leading into the fifth. Um, like I said, just seemed based off, I've seen more people saying it was tied than anything. I don't have to watch it later on and get my detailed opinion about it, and which is something I do sometimes when I feel like I don't put all of my analyst cap on when it comes to doing those things. So I'll check that shit out later. Um, nothing else. I didn't do anything else on the weekend except uh, get pretty fucked up. I mean, if you look at it now, Usman, Israel Adesanya, soon to be Francis Ngannou if he wins. Um, uh, wow. But, um, oh, just crazy. Um, but what else do we got? What else do we got? Um, I don't. I don't think that's. It. I think that's it. I mean, we pretty much touched on everything I wanted to quickly talk about. It just had been hella long since um since I was on. It's like we dodged the whole fucking week and stuff like that. That's a thing, and um, it was just crazy that I hadn't been on. I was just so busy and I wasn't able to get get to doing the show but i thought about it like literally the whole time but like the, the days that i was on the show i was partying and smoking uh i got this new strand like i said i forgot what it's called but uh, that's how high i was or how i how i i think it was like pacific stone or something like that it's made out of a it comes out of santa barbara california and i got indica i got hybrid and i got um sativa as well uh, wait indica hybrid and yeah, Indica, Hybrid, and Sativa, if I'm not mistaken. I uh, could be wrong. I, I mean, I know I got all those, but I could Yeah, I got three different ones, Indica, Hybrid, and, and uh, Sativa. So I'm, I've definitely been trying those two as well as the uh, cartridge. I got one of the cartridge pens too. So I've been enjoying those throughout the weekend and stuff like that. Um, relatively short weekend for me because on Friday, I actually had stuff to do. Um, Saturday and Sunday, like I said, I just relaxed. Just relaxed today. Today's Sunday. So like I said, we'll have another show coming out later on this week to recap the recapped show that we did today and stuff and update everything on there man it's just crazy that this whole landscape happened and all that and everything else that happened happened that night um another one in the books the final pay-per-view of the decade the final pay-per-view of the year and the final fight card of the year if you're the ufc so it was a good one good year um, a lot of you know, breakthrough fighters, breakthrough superstars, and a lot of amazing things has happened this year. However, this isn't the last episode of the year, so we're not gonna have the whole year and review shit like that, or just trying to break it down like it's the end of the the year and stuff like that. But um, we will have some. Uh, I, I will come up with the list from now until the final episode of this of this uh, year, or no, of this yeah, of this year and of this month about you know breakthrough awards, fighter awards, um, knockout of the year performance of the year breakthrough fight of the year and, and, and um 
with honorable mentions as well. So we're gonna do a lot of that for fun for fun stuff for the show too. So I appreciate you guys for doing that. Um, did you guys hear my new ads about drunk driving early on? They were sent to me by Anchor, and you know I said fuck it for figures. I figure I'll do that and spread awareness throughout this holiday season. So hope you guys enjoying those too. The, the the introduction of the show is a little longer now. Bear with me, but it's gonna be awesome though. So I can't wait for that. Um, appreciate you guys. Uh, I think that's that's it for us. Like I said, I'm not doing nothing else. We'll definitely be back sooner this time next week because i don't want to wait this long again like i said that wasn't fun waiting but we'll, we'll, we'll be back sooner rather than later for for sure this time like i said leave us a five star rating and review on itunes anywhere else you can review the podcast review ours and keep it positive and anything else questions comments concerns anything else you can reach me directly you can follow us directly on instagram and twitter at kwtk pod as well as following me on instagram and twitter at g the king mma um facebook.com slash gabriel the king hernandez um anything else we got thank you to anchor for publishing and producing each and every episode of kicking it with the king appreciate love you guys see you guys bye folks <laughs>